0: The boy is eating. The boy is your drinking. Your name? What is your name? She
1: is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland.
0: And I'm Ian Kennedy.
1: And today we're going to have a interesting conversation about alter egos. So alter egos, for those that don't know, is basically a character or personality that someone makes up, someone adopts. Sometimes you're given it for a show or a movie. Uh, a lot of times celebrities use them. They're used uh, a lot by musicians, but you can all have them. Some people you know, get drunk and have an alter ego that's named Bill or <laughs> Hank or whatever you want. But generally you hear about them in celebrity world where people wanna kind of separate their personal life from their stage life because they're in the public eye. And so today, me and Ian are just gonna talk about a few famous ones that most of us know. So if you get lost, as always, check out that audio guide and transcript online. Okay, so Ian, I can't start this off without talking about the largest one, Queen Bee, as we all know, Beyonce. She is basically the most popular musical artist in the world. But interesting is she has an alter ego And she started it out when her career wasn't as big, and that was Sasha Fierce. That was her name. The reason was is she, as most of you probably know, she started in Destiny's Child. She was in a women's group where she was one of many other people, so she didn't really have a personality of her own because she was in a group. And so when she decided to start a solo career, you're the center of attention. And so I think she wanted to adopt a personality that gave her that extra adrenaline gave her that extra confidence when she's on stage and so she adopted sasha fierce and she said that as soon as she stepped onto the stage she turned into sasha fierce and she gave her that confidence and umph that she needed to just rock out and perform and it clearly worked because she went from destiny's child in a group to a solo career beyond anyone else. I mean, she's one of the most popular. And she kind of said that she's kind of gotten rid of Sasha Fierce because she doesn't need her as much because she's so famous now that she has that confidence when she gets on the stage. But it is interesting how, you know, she talks about that she kind of needed to be this other person to perform in in the way that she did. And now we know her as Yancey, Queen B, Just B. She's taken on a lot of other different names over the years as she's become very popular.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's clear that it worked for her since she definitely blew up with her career, and I mean, look where she is now. So if it helps take you to that next level, then it's not a bad idea to find that that, uh, extra personality, that alter ego. So the next one that I'll talk about, the example I can think of, is one that I think all of us are really familiar with due to superheroes and comics. This alter ego is Clark Kent and Superman. So... I think pretty much everyone knows who Clark Kent and Superman are, at least Superman. And so the classic story is, you know, Superman came from this uh, other planet called Krypton. And when he came to Earth, you know, obviously he was uh, a different kind of person. He wasn't a human being. But he settled in a, he landed in a small town called Smallville. And from there, his family of humans, they decided to raise him just as a, a normal boy named Clark Kent. So even though he has these incredible superpowers, he lived this this whole life as sort of a, a vigilante in secret. So we can see distinct differences between the two personalities as well. Um, you have Clark Kent, who is just a normal, everyday journalist. He's got his glasses and his suit and tie, just a normal working citizen. And whenever danger strikes or whenever there's uh, evil lurking about, he uh, takes a quick move into a, a phone booth and takes off his clothes and he's got underneath that superman suit and he takes off the glasses and he goes from being sort of your everyday average joe just working a nine-to-five job to being this bulky handsome superhero (laughs) that comes to save the day he's so good at hiding his two personalities that lois lane they are two completely different people to her she has no idea that clark kent happens to be the superhero who she's also in love with and so I think people can look back and see that he is one of the most classic examples of that alter ego vigilante superhero type of mold that we see a lot in comic books and in in superhero movies.
1: I think it's really funny because it's like he buys into this like idea that he's a nerd and has glasses where like, you know, he's dropping his papers on the ground and he's like so clumsy and it's like, (laughs) oh, Clark, like look at that nerd in his cubicle and then like all he does is take off his glasses and he's like this like hunk muscle like literally superman (laughs) so it's it's pretty it's pretty funny just like how they're trying to like make him so different but underneath like he's just always been attractive
0: (laughs) Yeah right. do you? I always thought it would be you'd need to hide yourself a little bit more than that. If like if you're Superman wearing more of a mask or whatnot, you feel like just the difference between mm-hmm. a pair of glasses yeah. would be pretty easy to tell. I feel like Lois should Lois should know better.
1: She should. I think that's what's why it's so funny. Is it's like they're clearly the same person. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll give it to her, then. Um,
1: another one that's really popular, and you know, is a little more recent. You know, is. Sasha Baron Cohen, he's a comedian and an actor and He was very famous for taking on the alter ego of Borat and Borat is this fictional character Who's absolutely bananas. He's absurd He's supposed to be this like really misogynistic Racist like offensive guy uh, from Kazakhstan which is in the Middle East and his whole stick his whole thing is that he's super offensive he's just like very offensive to everyone and he goes around just saying absurd things and doing absurd things and he does it in real life in the movie where like in the most recent one he goes to a trump rally and he is borat and he speaks like borat he has the accent he has the mannerisms but he's an actor but he's not acting on a set. He's like doing it out in public and he goes into stores. And he is, I think, most famous for for taking on an actual alter ego because he goes out and like dresses up, has an accent, has this whole thing. It's pretty funny if you haven't seen the movies, but you have to take it with a grain of salt because they're so offensive. Like he's very offensive.
0: (laughs) They're so hilarious. I love those 4 movies, especially (laughs) the first one. I've seen dozens of times. And I remember just thinking, like, you know, first of all, it's one thing if you have an alter ego and you're, you know, filming on a set, you're filming a movie, and that's the way the script is. But in this case, like you said, he's just going out into the public and he's getting a reaction. He's saying what people are going to say, what they're going to do. And like you mentioned, they're very uncomfortable, very awkward. And sometimes you kind of wonder, like, he's brave and or stupid for doing what he's doing because... You know he could have people attack him people get angry it's a it's a pretty ballsy thing to do so I tip my hat to him on that but it's so funny if as long as you're not someone that gets easily offended you should definitely watch the movie and well the movies and it's hilarious to see how he is an actor he does such a great job of taking on that that alter ego role
1: Hey Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one classes with native teachers from all over the world?
0: Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons?
1: Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in.
0: That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile?
1: No problem, Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere.
0: Great, but I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend?
1: Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringos listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount.
0: Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. For our next one, we're going to follow a theme that we've talked about today. and talking about musicians. We we see a lot of musicians that take on these alter egos to either express themselves artistically or to get that confidence like we mentioned about with Beyonce. And another classic one that we can point to is the American rapper, the U.S. rapper Eminem. So Eminem, he took on an alter ego early in his career in the, in the late 90s when he was sort of taking off. He took on the personality called Slim Shady. He attracted a lot more attention when he took on this alter ego because this was an alter ego in which he was able to express a lot of his pain and a lot of the things he had gone through as a person. So he was able to express a lot of lyrics about anger and drugs and mental instability and sex and violence and you know all these problems that people face in reality and what he faced in reality. And it's really, um, it's really raw, it's really uncut. I remember listening to these lyrics even when I was younger and thinking, wow, this is, this is really bad. I shouldn't even be listening to this right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it was, it was just so violent and so just really awful things he talked about. But this was the way that he was able to artistically express himself in this way, take all that pain and these things that maybe you wouldn't wanna talk about as your own identity, you can kind of put it on to someone else and tell your story through that way. So this one's a little bit of a rougher example of that. But again, we see we see this a lot in musicians who want to be able to express themselves and need a little help from another personality to do that.
1: So that's a good one. Another one that I feel like a lot of people know, especially around our age, if you grew up in the U.S., a very popular show was called Hannah Montana. And it was on the Disney Channel, which is like a very child-friendly geared channel hannah montana was on for many many years it was very very popular and it starred miley cyrus who's a very popular american singer songwriter actress and that's where she got her start like she came from a famous dad who was a country singer and she started on this disney channel show and she basically played herself like her dad was her dad in the show And she comes from a famous singer, and he was famous. And so she basically played her life on this child TV show. And it was – the themes were that she was this normal girl who was a superstar. And so she took on, as this teenager, this alter ego called Hannah Montana. And so whenever she was out performing, live, singing, she put on a blonde wig, and she called herself Hannah Montana – and she was famous. And then she would go home to her teenage life, take off the wig, and she was Miley. And it was like she lived a normal life. And it was just this funny alter ego because it was like that was her. Like she is famous. She is a singer. She comes from a famous family. Her dad played her dad in the show. So I feel like it was really tough to separate herself from that alter ego of Hannah Montana. And it's almost feels like that's why as she got older that she really did like the opposite of Hannah Montana and sang about like sex and drugs and you know, got things pierced and changed her hair and got all these tattoos where it was like she was kind of casted into this like Hannah Montana, good girl, blonde wig singer. And then like once she left the show, like her singing became darker, it became edgier, her lifestyle, how she dressed, how she looked, everything, so. It was almost like she wanted to really define herself against this alter ego that the show gave her.
0: (laughs) I feel like Miley Cyrus, to a degree, she probably felt like she was too attached to that alter ego, right? And so we often see this a lot, unfortunately, with child stars in general, but especially Disney child stars, to where they get kind of pigeonholed and, and their entire identity gets labeled into what their Disney character was or who their alter ego was, so... I think it's natural for her to, to want to, you know, really show who she is as a person and say, I'm not just this Disney character and, you know, I'm more complex, I'm more adult and, you know, good for her. She got out on the, on the good end of it, I think. And so I think it's just interesting to see, see those differences as well. When, when someone wants to shake that alter ego after they've already made, made success for themselves.
1: I think she has definitely shaken it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's fair to say. She's, she's taken that 180, like you mentioned, for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and to wrap up today, we're going to talk about a musician, a very famous musician who was known for having multiple alter egos and personalities, and that is the rock star David Bowie. So David Bowie, he had multiple alter egos that he used uh, artistically throughout his career, starting with Arnold Corns, then Major Tom, Aladdin Sane, The White Duke. And probably the most famous of this list was a character called Ziggy Stardust. And so his most successful alter ego, this was basically a blend of an intergalactic alien rock star with some Japanese uh, theater and science influences, um, very sci-fi-ish and very futuristic to where he would perform and have albums that were completely dedicated to using this character. So... He used this character to sort of describe the ascent of, of rock and roll stardom. And he could more easily assume a role of being like a rock and roll icon while still kind of expressing those anxieties that we all have. And about life, about death, about what we're doing here. Um, and so this was kind of similar to a Slim Shady a little less rough in this sense, but he was able to take these things that he wanted to express artistically and put it on to Ziggy Stardust to to really um, to really live through this character, as we know today. I mean, even people who don't know David Bowie or old music that well, you can usually mention Ziggy Stardust, and someone will probably at least know uh, that they've heard that before. You know, David Bowie had more than a few. He was he was quite the uh, quite the entertainer, but Ziggy Stardust really took the took the cake for him and his roles.
1: I think you made a good point, you know, as we've talked about all of these alter egos, a lot of them are musicians and it's because songwriting is so raw, like you're really opening up your life, your feelings, your tough times, and you're singing about them in front of millions of people. And so I think it makes kind of sense, like you said with Eminem, to kind of put a shield a little bit so that you're still doing it and you're creating amazing music and telling your story but you're a little removed a little bit so, so it really makes sense that a lot of the alter egos come from musicians who really are putting themselves out there in so many ways well yeah so i think you know there's plenty more go online check them out they're pretty fascinating and interesting to learn about and you know as always listeners if you get lost check out that audio guide and transcript online thanks for listening
0: we'll see you next time Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes and we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience, so make sure to rate, review, and share us.